Welcome to the Smiling Homeschool Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson. This week we are talking about what real learning is. This is important to know since it can help you get rid of a lot of stress. But before we begin, we also want to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. They make math fun, and you should go check them out over at their website at teachingtextbooks.com. We also have a t-shirt available on our website that we think you will love. It is currently $20 with free shipping, and the shirt says, The Smiling Homeschooler and gives the definition, which is a mom who smiles because she loves her kids like crazy, knows she can't mess them up, and doesn't care what others think. See also, Best Teacher, Relationship Builder, and Dream Finder. It's an awesome t-shirt. We're sure you like it. It's a great way to support the Smiling Homeschooler. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Well, you know, the way it's going tonight, I'm not very perky this evening. I just told Ben, you know, part of about being a smiling homeschooler isn't about smiling all the time. You know, we just can't smile all the time. But, um, you know, I want I want it to be a real show that um, and there's something about the realness that helps us to smile. And it's just been a hard uh maybe day uh you know uh we got information today that one of our last remaining homeschool conventions looks like it's not gonna happen for us anyway and that's kind of a bummer you know uh and uh i don't know about you but i'm getting tired of this i'm getting tired of uh this lockdown i know i was telling ben just the other day i envy him because his job still is kind of functioning uh he's he can't go in and get a refill on a Diet Coke. Uh, but, you know, and he's got some other hardships too. In fact, I mean, I find myself, I see how people could be alcoholics because I'm like, you know, I mean, my, my joy of the day is getting a Diet Coke from the gas station just to drown my <laughs> sorrows. I'm like, good, it is a good thing that I am not in, into alcohol or maybe I would just be a drunk, you know, on the... Because it really does drive you to this weird place. Um, I was talking to my mom the other day, and she's like, "I said, man, I just feel this. I have, I just feel gloomy." And she goes, "I feel the exact same way, Dot." Um, so maybe you're feeling a little gloomy. I just hope that for the next uh, 29 minutes, that maybe we have a, a gloomy-free zone as we talk about this time that uh, school is. We're not looking at school anymore. I know some of you do school all year round, um, but we're just going to be talking about the things that happen, you know, after uh, the school book closes. Because as I posted the other day on Facebook, um, you know, I truly, truly believe that the real, the most important stuff takes place, you know, after school's over, you know, because that's where real learning takes place. I mean, you really don't learn, uh, you know, when you're, not that you don't learn when you're, you know, doing the formal part, but when you really learn is when you have to. You know, when you're trying to figure out something, um, and I know I've mentioned it before, but I remember like Ben and Sam going through uh, the World Book Encyclopedias, you know, looking up all the army insignias uh, and, 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 you know, and they would learn them and they would cut them out. And, you know, I don't know what the overall arching, how that benefits society and everything, but, but that's real learning. You know, my son, Ike, uh, Man, he learns so much when he wants to wire up something or figures something out and he figures out how to do it. Ben does the same thing. But uh, before we get there, um, uh, Ben, I uh, I called Rista today because I was out in my driveway, which is right next door. I can I can see Ben's house if I look out my window here. And I was I was checking my email or something, getting getting ready to get out of the car, and I heard this huge crack. And all of a sudden this 
I look over and this giant tree. I mean, how big around do you think this thing is? I mean, I mean it's, it's. I mean, you can't see my arms, but it's bigger than my whole arms easily. Well, like probably two of me, my arms, maybe slightly smaller around. So I mean, I don't know, maybe three feet diameter or something like that. Yeah, uh, some, I mean, or maybe not quite that a, big, but it's close. Oh, it's big. Yeah, uh, it's a big old cherry tree, not like a black cherry or something like a wild cherry. This is like a real cherry tree you know it's got the big red ben says he doesn't remember there oh, being, remember uh, being cherries on it. Cherry there would have been this <laughs> there year must because have been. <laughs> there were lots of blossoms um we've picked them there when we first moved there um but uh i mean this thing is ancient and it had a, a swing uh that had a chain from the previous owners who lived there for 50 years that was embedded into the bark you know and they had i don't know did your mom was asking me did you have a was there a kid swing still on? Well, yeah, it it like over? a year or two ago, but not, no, Those not recently. No. Yeah. yeah. So. They would have broken Those are always over. sad to me because it's like, you know, like they're hundred and something hundred years tree. old. And, uh, yeah. And in fact, we were walking away from the, the wreckage and Jed was asking me like, if we plant another one of those, how long will it be until it's that big? And I said, Jed, after you're dead <laughs> you know? exactly um, you it's know? so like just... weird having to plan for that but i know yeah, tonight we went and went to nearby town got dairy queen i think i would guess i mean the line was huge i would assume that people's you know ice cream consumption has gone way up uh i don't know if you're listening live you should comment what is something that you know your family has to break some of the boredom of just being at home a lot uh has done to uh you know, to to do what something are you for drunk fun. On? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, are you drunk on Dairy Queen. Um, in fact, we were with our uh, family man-in-law. You know, my my son's family, and they were saying, "Man, we've eaten out more." Not eaten out, but they've carried in. They and she said because it kind of feels like a treat for being quarantined. And I, I think we feel kind of feel that way. Um, and it's not even like at this point that we don't go out ever because we've been hanging out with friends and stuff, but still just sure. feels lot more low key overall. Yeah, Someone said yeah. fire pit s'mores and ice cream for sure. So, or Mia said, so yeah, that definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely is a good one, but at least we're getting into the season where we can do some of that outdoor stuff. That's nice, but uh, I can't it imagine is. this was the middle of the winter. That would have been real hard. <laughs> I'm still ready. I mean, we still are not having great weather here in Northern Indiana. I mean, we have, we have a couple nights ice days and then it's like today it's yeah. just rainy yucky i mean it's you just know, gray 61, and rainy which is 61 is better than 32 but uh well i'm ready for a heat wave and to burn this stuff away and get back to normal i want normal i'm telling you um i'm trying to get back to a screen that i can see well um so let's just talk a little bit about you know uh the, the important lessons that we need to cover uh, now that school is over. Um, and again, maybe school's not over for you officially, um, but uh, you know, I, I know I talked to my wife and she said, I have, I just have, you know, one more thing I want to finish um, and then we'll be done. And it's only got a couple days. And, um, and I know that's math. They didn't, she didn't want, for some reason, she didn't want to tell me what it was. Uh, but, so I asked the kids, they told me what it is. Um, but, you know, I just think there's some really important lessons to cover for my children um, and maybe maybe that you need to cover as well. Not lessons where you schoolify things, because I know some parents, you know, they have to. I don't know why they do this, but they they have to feel like they have to schoolify everything. 
You know, so when they go out and they look at a tree that's been cracked in half, they're like, oh, let's count the rings and then we can see what happened on each of these. And then you can draw a diagram in your nature journal and which are all fine. The diagram part doesn't uh, sound real or doesn't sound like you, but I feel like you probably have already counted the rings. I I probably will count the rings actually, (laughs) but I won't make them do it in a nature journal and my kids won't care. And I'll go, look right here. This is when FDR was a president. And they'll go, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, what? Who's that? (laughs) You know, not Ben. Ben would be good with that, but they won't. But you know, I was thinking about uh, one of your siblings. I'm not gonna tell you who, uh, because you already know. Um, but you know, and I know you look at Ben right on the screen and he just looks like a fine upstanding young man citizen about that. Um, but there is something about all my children. Um, not all of my children. Well, all my children, they hit a certain age, you know, usually it's around the teen years where something happens. Um, and some respond differently. And I don't even know, you probably don't even remember that, Ben, because I don't remember it uh, when it happened to me. Um, but, you know, there's conflict, you know, with everybody. Yeah, I remember parents. that. <laughs> you, you remember that? Because yeah. I don't remember that. I remember okay. being so glad that I'm not a teenager anymore because it is <laughs> out of control, horrible time. <laughs> it is a horrible time. Mom likes to call it the ugly duckling stage, <laughs> you know, where you're just you're just out of whack, you know, you're just out of whack. And I know uh, as a dad, and I talk to lots of dads, uh, that we kind of, we forget that. We forget that our kids are out of whack. And, um, you know, like this wave of emotion just comes and I can see it in certain kids and I can see it in two of my kids right now that all of a sudden it just kind of comes up and it's like, you know, and they get upset over no big deal things and they say awkward things in crowds trying to be funny. And then, you know, when you quietly go, don't talk that way, they go, why can't I talk that way? I'm not being, and then it escalates. And, um, but you know, those are the kind of things that I want to work on, um, you know, in the coming months. And in fact, we were doing it today because during summer is a great time to work on obedience, a great time to work on working hard or to be diligent. Um, again, not because it's schoolified, but just because every kid needs to do it. Um, you know, and I know, uh, and I know, Ben, you're, you see it now because you're raising two children. Um, and, and I would guess there are, t- I, I think there's a test for, to see how obedient your kids are. Um, the test is not to go, hey, why don't this? This is a test. You know, I want you to now obey my words. Not that kind of test, but the kind of a test where you kind of take an inventory of yourself. Because if you're exhausted all the time um, and you're not liking your kids very much, it's probably because they're not being very obedient. Um, and I don't know, maybe I'm sure you felt it, Ben, because yeah. again, our kids don't come in the world obedient. Uh, you know, they, they, or they, and I don't know, I, I, I well, maybe you could just give us, how, how does Renly do? I know Hudson, you know, he's only uh, a little over, I guess he's a lot more over one, a little a few over months. One. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Renly, I mean, it's, 
you know, interesting just because like Hudson's actually harder because at least with Renly, we know she can understand, even though she's, you know, sometimes all over the place. And we're, I feel like we're always struggling with, are we being too lenient? Or are we, you know, because we, we don't want to necessarily be nonstop on everything. But at the same time, obviously, we want to be like in control and we want, you know, her to obey. And, you know, so it can feel like just nonstop you know, <laughs> nonstop sometimes. Uh, but it's almost harder because with Hudson, because he just can't, we, we don't know, feel like, I mean, he understands if he does something like specifically, like, you know, if he touches something, we tell him not to, um, you know, that cannot, that's obviously pretty easy to be like, no. And then, you know, smack his hand or spank, whatever. But like, if he's just like being loud or just like, you know, just moaning all the time or like begging sound, it's like yes, that one's harder. Cause it's Hudson just like, has this, he just goes, eh, 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 and he just does it constantly, <laughs> even if he's not upset necessarily. And it's just like, but I don't know if he would know if I'm just like, stop, and then, you know, do something. But so it's definitely, I mean, constant. You know, we talk to our, we're in a small group, and we're always talking to them about it. And the ones just like, we are just constantly exhausted, just, you know, feel like we are just having to spank nonstop on everything. So, I mean, we're always questioning ourselves and wondering, are we doing enough, not enough, too much, whatever, probably not too much, but, uh, so yeah, yeah definitely. Because that's the thing about when you have little kids, you know, you're so afraid that, you know, that you're going to be crush their little spirits, you know, and really they, they're, they're almost anti-crushable, uh, at that age, you know, um, later on, you know, cause I heard someone say, you know, you really, you want to have that control when they're young and then you release that as as it goes um and uh uh and that's a hard that is a hard place to know but I, I will tell you as a homeschool parent um or as any parent but if you just look at your kids and you think man i cannot wait to you know they everything's just so hard i don't want to do school i don't want to do summer i don't want to do anything because they make it all miserable that is the job of a, of a child i think to make your life miserable um, but it's our job as parents to help them control those things. And I can remember taking Ben in the bathroom so many times and just having those conversations. And why are we doing this? Because I was foolish, you know, <laughs> and then we deal with it and, uh, we'd pray, uh, and you know, we'd go back to normal. Um, but I think sometimes we think that if we ignore it, maybe it will just, magically fix itself um and uh you know i i think that's a losing battle because you know parents will come and tell me and they'll say you know my three my two-year-old i can't even keep him out of the refrigerator and I, because they just eat all the time and i'm like your two-year-old you can't keep him out of the refrigerator because if you don't get control of a two-year-old guess what it gets a lot harder when they're 13. um but even like uh for a 14 year old you know, we still expect, you know, um, them to honor us. We expel, still expect them to be um, not only obedient, but trustworthy and respectful. And we as parents, I think we need to work towards that. Yes, it does feel sometimes like it's just constant and we're going, you know, we're just on them all the time. Um, and sometimes it is like that. And then we have to be really intentional, I think, about smiling and all that stuff um, and making sure we love and and we blow it. I blew it. I mean, I was with one of my sons yesterday and I blew it. You know, he was in tears. I was on the verge of craziness. And uh, but we resolved it. 
you know, and I, I, you know, I went and asked forgiveness and he's I like, will you forgive me? And he's like, sure. You know, uh, and you know, that was very similar to Ben actually. Uh, when he was little, I can or not little, when he was a teenager, I just remember one time and I've told this story lots of times to people all over the world. Um, but I remember time, one time saying, I am so sorry, Ben, will you forgive me? And he's like, yeah, I do. And I said, um, would you like to say something now, Ben? And he goes, did you think I did something? <laughs> and I'm like, Bleep! you know, and I just turned away. Uh, because, you know, they don't see it like we see it. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that's okay. Maybe and, that's okay. Yeah. So. And I mean, <clears throat> I think like a lot of people, you know, are worried that their kid's going to resent or hate them, you know, for the rest of their life. And I think that's a big key uh, if, you know, if you already have older kids and you probably already know these things, but if you have younger kids, you know, showing you're sorry in those moments and like showing them how to resolve those kind of things, I think is super key because, uh, you know, I've never felt any like lingering anger for anything that's ever happened or hopefully they don't feel towards me because I'd probably be more deserving of that than them. But I just mean like, I think that mom and dad talking it through and, you know, showing us, uh, you know, asking for forgiveness and things like that is super, super beneficial. And your kid will understand that. And I think, uh, respond really well, even if it's not in the moment, but they will, uh, that does have a lasting impact, but, uh, real quick here, I'm going to take a second to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. Uh, they make math fun. Uh, Teaching Textbooks is a math curriculum my family is using right now, and mom was talking about finishing up math. They are using Teaching Textbooks. Uh, you can do it from any computer, any device that has an internet browser, basically. So it's really simple. You can do it wherever, um, whenever, basically. Uh, it's fun. It's engaging and interactive, and I think it helps people learn better or kids will learn better. So if you if you hate math time or your kids hate math time, or if it just doesn't feel like it's working, try them out. Now's a great time, you know, if school's ending, preparing for next year, not hopefully not yet, but you know, down the road, go to teachingtextbooks.com and check them out. They are, you know, the one we recommend to everyone. My mom has literally told probably hundreds of people at this point, and I don't think she's ever had anyone say she didn't, they hated it. So um, I think it'd be a great thing to do. Also, as you can see on the video here, I have a picture of a t-shirt. Uh, right over here and uh, that is a new smiling homeschooler t-shirt we just released uh, it's and actually you can go check it also in the uh, comments I left a, a link to it um, you should definitely go pick one up they we have some available still and I was gonna read actually they just came they just shipped yesterday awesome. I just got them yesterday and they look amazing but what's the most amazing part even though the you know the the thing is really cool it says uh, smiling homeschooler, you know, a mom who smiles because she loves her kids like crazy, knows she can't mess them up and doesn't care what others think. See also best teacher, relationship builder, dream fanner. The thing I really like about it is, and I've like looked at lots of t-shirts, this thing is super, super soft. Um, in fact, they told me I, that, that the way the ink is, um, that even though I can feel it a little bit now, once you wash it once, you won't hardly be able to feel it at all. So it's an amazing shirt. It's a unisex size shirt. So, uh, and again, we have some, I don't know if you can see them back there. There's those purple things back there. Uh, those are the, the ones we have right now. Um, we were hoping to take them to the last remaining conventions, but it doesn't look like we're gonna be doing that. So uh, we have some here uh, that we'd love to send them to you. They're 20 bucks with free shipping. And uh, just in case you think, well, you're taking advantage of us. It costs a lot to ship a t-shirt. 
uh, you'd be oh, surprised. Man. And if you go to the website, it, it automatically highlights medium and it looks like that's the only one that's selected, but that's because you can select the other ones. Um, and, and, you know, dad mentioned earlier, all of our conventions are for family man and the smiling homeschooler, but dad specifically have been canceled this year. So honestly, that is an awesome way. If you really appreciate at all, you know, what, uh, the smiling homeschooler does or family man ministries supporting us that does directly help and is a great way to just, you know, encourage us, but also to make a statement and, uh, and get a nice t-shirt so it's it's something hey, we really or appreciate. if you just want to send a thousand dollar check that also, would be awesome yep, as well that's sure definitely always acceptable well hey let's talk about another thing um you know we were talking about uh uh just working on obedience and again that is way more important than math that's way more important than sentence diagramming don't even worry about sentence diagramming or those other subjects you know you really want to work on getting your children to obey to be respectful you know in that um, you also want to, you know, summer is a time to to show your kids how to work, you know, um, whether they have chores or, you know, yeah, it's a time to play. But you also want your kids to be able to do some work. So if you've maybe gotten out of the habit of having your kids do some things, you know, summer is a great time to do it. Uh, whether that's, you know, I had my kids out in the yard cleaning up today or they planted some flowers today or they, you know, every day there's something to do. Um you know, um, or just being diligent, um, whether that's taking care of the pet or, you know, keeping the garage cleaned up, or maybe you pick a project to work on. And Ben, you're smiling like you're reading something. Oh, Kelly just said she ordered one. So I was just responding. Right. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, so. Kelly. <laughs> you know, if you want to leave that thousand dollar tip, Kelly, that would be great too. Um, you know, um, uh, so, uh, you know, but the things I think you should avoid are be careful of the technology swamp because I'll tell you, it has gotten a hold of even my kids during this, I'm not even gonna say the P word because I can't say it. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, but you know, where it just gets easy to say, cause they wear you down. Can, can we play our computer mom? Can we play the video game? Can we play whatever? And you're like, uh, sure. I'm not going to like, no, if you do it today, you're never going to play the rest of the week. And then mom, so-and-so's online. Can we do it with them? You know, it just becomes a swamp where they uh, want to do that all the time. Um, I know that we're coming up to the months of June, July, and August where our kids are not going to be able to play video games anymore. Um, and I know uh, Ben, when he was young, we did that with them. Uh, and it wasn't at the same level that it is now. I mean, the, the, it was just like, I don't know what you played back then, uh, you know, weird little games that were, you couldn't connect with anybody else. They were, you know, on a CD drive and all that. Um, but I remember the very first time when we said, Hey, we're going to not do video games this summer. And you'd think we had said we were going to cut off their legs. Uh, and they're like, no way, that can't, we can't do it. But you know what? I can remember vividly um, the next year, one of our kids saying, hey, dad, are we going to do that, you know, no video game thing for the summer? I said, yeah. And they said, and they responded, oh, good. You know, so wasn't maybe, me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't Ben. <laughs> but he got a benefit from it anyway. But, you know, I would fight that. Um, and... Uh, you know, I always envy those parents whose kids just play out every day. And I'm not saying they can't, you know, that it's not fun to play video games. But maybe summer would be a good time not to, uh, you know, or just to, to reel that in a little bit. Um, 
you know, or, or television or whatever. Again, it's easy to just sit in front of there. And I'll tell you, it just kills creativity. It kills learning. And I, and we've talked about this in the past. I know my wife, she, she sometimes feels like that it needs to be her job or even worse, my job to, uh, keep my kids mm -hmm. busy. Like I need to be the, the cruise director, you know, like, uh, okay, kids today, we're going to do this. Um, I would not feel like you have to do that when your kids come and say, well, there's nothing to do. We, we can we just play a little bit of video game? Say, no, you can't. And they go, well, what can we do? You say, I don't know, go figure it out. And uh, you pull your doors shut, you know, or lock them outside or, or whatever and see what happens. Because I think at those times, um, or really sometimes amazing things can happen. They could also burn down your garage, <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe they'll learn something totally. in the process. <laughs> I mean, most kids will not, will do almost anything I feel like to avoid being completely, totally bored. So, I mean, it's amazing what, uh, you know, not being able to do anything, you know, that's how a lot of people actually, you know, discover reading because they can't do something else. They're like, well, I guess I'll read for a little bit or do something or, you know, cut out toy swords or, you know, play something outside and build a fort, whatever it may be. Uh, when there's something that's always easy entertainment. And I mean, this is for my own, I would almost always choose the easy, but you know, once your kid starts doing that, it does really, I mean, they will start loving that. And I think that's really, really good. You know, I think you said something really key there, Ben. I mean, I think those, those things are easy. Um, you know, I'm not a video game guy. I'm a TV guy. So, you know, if you gave me the choice of watching TV or talking to Ben, I would probably choose TV, you know, not because I don't love Ben, but because uh, why Ben, what he said, because it's just easy. It's easy to sit in front of something and just do that, you know, and, uh, and I really have to be forced out of that to, to experience the good stuff, you know, because if I don't get to watch whatever the latest Dick Van Dyke, which was in 1966, um, uh, you know, I'm okay with that. But if I would miss out on my relationship with Ben or my relationship with other people or my kids or, you know, whoever, my grandchildren, I will have missed something big. And I think the same thing for your kids. Uh, if you let them choose, they'll always choose easy. Um, and I just think sometimes as parents, you know, like in discipline, like in making our kids work, like in making them be respectful, we say, no, you're gonna choose something else. And we take that right off the plate. Um, hey, one more thing before we bring it to a close. I was over at Facebook and man, I know some of you are at Facebook. I hope you're, you should be encouraged by, uh, uh, if you're not, you should come over to our Facebook page and just hang out a little while. You know, post, if you're having a, a struggle, you know, post as a comment because I just see some amazing advice from some of the moms. Uh, you know, who have been there, done that. But today they were talking about, we were talking about transcripts because I said, I made a comment, maybe because I was feeling just mad at the world, you know? <laughs> and, and I just said, you know, uh, uh, in elementary and middle school, you know, your transcripts, they don't matter because nobody cares. So don't sweat it, don't worry about it. And some of the, the comments were just really great because they were not only echoing that, but they were kind of filling that out. But I, I did see a little bit of that again, a little bit of um, fear uh, in that 
driving some of the comments like uh, some of you moms still are fearful that if you don't record, you know, how your kids did in third grade, somehow that's going to affect them. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about your transcripts for your 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 elementary and middle school. You know, they just don't. Um, uh, you know, nobody cares if they did math. You don't have to really account for that. In fact, we're working on something right now. You know, you can keep a record, but you don't have to worry about the transcript part. And somebody was saying, yeah, but when I got to, you know, when my kid has, has to do driver's ed, they need to have some transcripts or whatever. You know, for Ben, when he got to the time where he had to do his uh, uh, drivers, you know, for insurance, my wife sat down and she wrote one out. You know, she didn't, you know, she went by memory. Maybe she had a few records. And guess what? They were okay with they that. They didn't need a they notarized original document care. or whatever. They didn't <laughs> care. In fact, uh, you know, you can put together a transcript even in high school in just a really short period of time. Um, and again, you know, beyond high school, your kids want to go to college. They got the money. They'll let them in. So don't worry about it, um, but don't sweat it. So don't be sweating, you know, that at the end of the school year and thinking that you have to get it all done. Uh, again, public school, you know, private school, Christian school, they don't worry about getting it all done. They don't even blink an eye. They just shut the book and they say, see you kids. Um, because they know, you know, either the next year, it doesn't even matter what they covered or there's a lot of review, you know, in math. There's a continual loop, really, of you're reviewing the same kind of things. Maybe it looks a little different, but it's the same kind of stuff. So don't worry about it. And if you're feeling, again, like you, if you haven't stopped school, stop it anyway. If you're feeling like you need that, you're done, just be done. And let your kids off and uh, enjoy the beginning of summer. Uh, which is really the most wonderful time as a family, as a mom, um, and with your children. I think some of my greatest memories come from those hot day, hot days, you know, uh, where the sounds of summer are coming and you're just a kid trying to figure stuff out. So I am not talking just to you right now, mom. I'm talking to me because even though I said at the beginning, you know, I didn't feel very smiley, I've been feeling gloomy, I can still smile. I need to make myself smile at those times because my family needs to see me smile. My wife needs to see me smile. My my son, Ben, needs to see me smile just so he doesn't get worried. Uh, so, Mom, well, however you're feeling, God's got this. God's got you. God's got this whole thing. And you enjoy your children. And don't forget to smile. Thank you for being here for episode 92 of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. Hopefully you were encouraged this week. Enjoy this time with your kids and try to be done with school soon if you haven't finished already. also want to say thank you to Teacher Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. They make math fun and you should go check out their website over at teachingtextbooks.com. They make this all possible and we really appreciate their support. Have a great week and don't forget, keep smiling. Music's playing.